You are listening to the Marriage in Action podcast. We are Dustin and Alana Bookout, and we want to welcome you into our cozy living room where we chat about all the crazy marriage topics with a splash of TMI and a promise to keep it real. In this episode, we don't know really what it's going to look like. Are you even prepared for this? Do you even know where I'm going with this? I never know where you're going in general. I okay. mean, we, we we typically have a subject, but then with you, who knows where we can go. Well, I'm going to throw out the title idea that came to my little gutter mind. Oh, no. But first, we are loving your reviews. If you would like to leave a review, we would just love that because we like to be able to read them at the beginning of these podcasts. So... The one I'm reading today is from Rubies and Safs, and it's titled Solid and Practical. I love following their Instagram account, and after listening to the first couple episodes here, I'm going to love this show just as much. They're real, biblical, practical, and great examples of what a godly marriage looks like. Can't wait for more episodes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just, That's right. I just really love reading those, so we're very thankful um, that y'all take the time and just write a little blurb like that. Like it means so much. Okay, so this, I don't even know what is about to happen, but I thought a great title, are you ready? Would be- I don't know. <laughs> just wait. I thought a great title for this would be Toys, Tongues, and Hiney Holes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I That is the last thing that I thought we were gonna be naming this. <laughs> We're going to get an explicit uh, <laughs> rating for this episode just based on based on the title. Well, I was trying to make it a little more PG by calling it a hiney hole. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, so what are we <laughs> what are we tackling here? Remember how that um review said that we're biblical and practical and all of that we're also just a bunch of goobers with a a splash of tmi a a whole lot of splash of tmi anyway recently if you follow us on instagram which p.s if you don't that's where a lot of the fun happens and you can find us marriage and action underscore is our handle but recently we played a game. I-, I thought it was really fun. It was a yes or no question game. Did you enjoy seeing what people wrote? There, there were some amazing questions. So essentially this game, I, I call it a game, but um, I did a little question box that said, you know, what is your yes or no question? And people would submit questions. Something like, you know, are you happy with your sex life? And people then vote yes or no. And so you get to vote and you also get to see what everybody else's responses are. Mm-hmm. And we had a gamut of questions and things like hundreds of questions, things like, you know, is it OK to have sex with your baby in the room type thing? We had. And, and can I say that one was was one that needed to be reworded. <laughs> we did reword it. Yeah, we did it reword it. Funny. Yeah. Um, that one there was a lot of hundreds first of all that was our highest viewing story series 
from since we started this. Did yeah. you know? We have like, I don't know if it's up to about 7,000 views or something per story, which is really high for um, just the, what am I trying to say? The average viewer on our stories. This yeah. one was the highest and we had the highest amount of participation. I'm talking thousands of people voting yes or no and it was really cool to see but we had questions like that like the baby question all the way to um things like um is it biblical to do xyz or do do you and your partner or you and your spouse do this like there was so many different ones um that it really opened up a lot of questions because some of those biblical um polls, if you will, we were getting a lot of DMs, private messages um, of people saying, well, but is it biblical or that can't be biblical? So a couple, the, the reason I say toys, tongues, and honey holes, <laughs> I really want to call it that. <laughs> the reason I say that is because there was a question, do you believe that toys are biblically okay? And seeing the results on that, there's a big percentage of people that say yes, and a big percentage of people that say no. Then you get to oral sex. Is oral sex biblically okay, or is it sinful? Same thing. There is there is so many different, I shouldn't say there's so many differing views, but there's definitely a debate happening uh, in the Christian world. Is, is toys, are toys okay? Is oral sex okay? Is anal sex okay? Is men, is sex during menstruation okay? And I say, okay, is it sinful or is it, you know, okay to do? So I did a little bit of a story this morning while you were taking the boys to school. And I realized a few minutes in trying to do stories, this is too much to cover in an Insta story because otherwise I'd be there for 30 minutes and having to do a million slides so i just told everybody we were going to do a podcast and i just threw you right in there and here we are here i am how prepared do you feel for this oh i'm so prepared for the tthh episode tthh oh yeah okay i was like, <laughs> <laughs> like why is it toys tongues and hiney holes this is going to be the best we're going to be taken down off of oh man no, all the, the podcast platforms now, there are some other podcasts that i'm sure that are out there that are very much uh, more explicit than that. Yeah. So there's a lot of different topics to cover because, I, and I'm just going based on people who reached out and were saying things like, you know, is it okay? Is it biblically okay for anal play? Is it biblically okay for oral play? Is it biblically okay to um, incorporate a toy is it biblically okay to have sex during menstruation is it biblically okay to masturbate i mean i'll like and let me just start off dustin and i are not biblical scholars but here's the thing and i said this in my stories i'm gonna say it again you're looking for an answer from someone maybe like us or elsewhere why do you know why? Because it's not in the Bible. There's not any clear cut, like, yes, no list. Right. Uh, it's not like a rule book where it's like, well, this is what it says. You can do this or during sex, but you can't do that. Right. Now, there are a lot of rules outside of sex, but in the confines of a Christian marriage, when we look at what is allowed, what's not allowed, we know, you know, besti bestiality isn't allowed. Um, 
infidelity or adultery is not allowed, like homosexuality. We can go down the whole list of yeah. things that the Bible specifically <clears throat> says no to. Right. Now, there are, yeah, there are things that he does. Yeah. That, yeah. That the Bible specifically says no to. Um, and there are many instances where it is talking, you know, about the husband and the wife coming together as one flesh and um, meeting each other's needs, not denying each other unless it's mutual agreement, which that could be a topic right there to really uncover that because people really twist um, that scripture as well. But then then that's kind of all we're given. It's like, all right, so... I know one of one of the people asked, well, is missionary um, the only holy way to have sex? And I had people responding like in DMs going, oh, my gosh. Like, first of all, I had some people asking, what is that? What is missionary? Then other people who were saying, why would anybody think that's the only holy way to have sex? Well, to be fair, there really isn't a mention specifically, but there is Song of Songs songs or song of solomon um a whole book in the bible that is like a christian erotic poetry uh what would you say like just i think you said it perfectly i think a christian erotic poetry is is a great way of saying it i mean i don't know i mean i think that's i think that's great yeah and and that really this is where a lot of a lot of Bible scholars um, debate, you know, whether or not oral sex is permissible, uh, biblically speaking. And then you read Song of Songs and you're like, okay, I mean, this is, I'm going to taste the fruit, his fruit and her fruit, and I'm going to drink from her fountain. (laughs) It's like, though it's poetry, it very much represents just this like uh, relationship between the husband and wife, where they get to fully delight in each other and enjoy one another. And though it is a poetry style, it I really feel like it shows the heart of the Lord for the way that he wants husband and wife to be enjoying one another. And he, he really gives us a lot of leeway because he doesn't specify, yep, you can do this. Nope, you can't do that outside of some rules, adultery being one of them. I know I mentioned Hebrews, um, is it 13, four, that says marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed be kept undefiled or other translations say the marriage bed be kept pure. And I explained this in my stories, what is undefiled? Well, the Lord tells us very clearly your relationship is between you and your spouse, husband and wife, not anyone else. So we know adultery, which is mentioned many times, is sinful. So we are not to include anyone else. But that also means, and he's very specific on that in many scriptures, also in our thoughts, lusting after other women, lusting after other men. So if you have incorporated porn to any degree um, into your mind, that is defiling your marriage bed. It's not allowing your marriage bed to be kept pure. So there are those 
certain instances which yeah. which do go outside of the parameters that God has given us as far as freedom. So there's a there's actually a website, I think it's um okay, it's called themarriagebed.com. So just themarriagebed.com. If you they really list so many things there. I think it's a great website they cover a lot of these like if you want to know is this okay is that okay um but on their website they talk about the marriage bed really as a playground and i love this so let's wow. let's talk about it like okay. this we're gonna be on our little playground okay okay <laughs> our, our toys tugs and hiney hole playground here we go tthh <laughs> so G. Think about a playground. A lot of playgrounds have a fence around them. And I'm really taking this from the marriage bed. I thought it was such a great way for us all to view this. So you've got a playground and there's all these fun things on the playground. And you've got a fence around them, around the playground. So we know outside of the fence, adultery, pornography, Uh, sex outside of marriage, bestiality, like we can list all of those things. They are outside of the freedom that we've been given because they're on the other side of the fence. But there's all this fun stuff on the inside of the fence, the slide and the merry-go-round and the swing set and the monkey bars. We've got all of those things. You can't leave out the monkey bars. (laughs) What would you, what sexual act would you equate to the monkey bars? Just, I mean, you can throw... You can throw anything out there. That's like, I don't know. That's a dangerous territory. Like, I don't even know. (laughs) Okay, but I'm getting somewhere to this because let's say that, um, uh, let's, I I mean, I, I, I wasn't really prepared for this, I guess, but let's say that the slide kind of looks like a tongue a little bit, right? So let's say the slide. I know. Sometimes Dustin's like, I'm so embarrassed. I am the modest one of the, of the marriage, if you haven't already figured that out. So like when she says a slide looks like a tongue, I will forever look at a slide on a playground and think of a tongue. Okay. I was just trying to get I know, people to but like. I, I, now I'm like, my mind is ruined forever. I was trying to get people to like really get this word pictured maybe i'm going too far but i let's just pretend this is that an this, episode you're gonna have, you have to watch no it's gonna the be video too <laughs> you have to watch the video to this because my reaction and her i mean it's it's great it's gonna be great oh okay let's just hypothetically say the tongue oh sorry the slide represents oral sex within the playground okay okay all right so there's nowhere in the Bible that says you must, you know, perform oral sex on your spouse. Now there is in Song of Songs, there is, like we said, the po- poetry referencing that shows them giving oral sex and receiving oral sex. All right. So let's, you know, hypothetically say the slide represents that. Well, it may be that, um, well, and I don't know if the slide is really a good example are y'all y'all are totally turning off at this point (laughs) like everybody is going to the next podcast episode but um maybe there is at the top of the slide the husband wants to push the wife down the slide he wants her to to do oral sex right but maybe she doesn't want to go down the slide but she likes to help him go down the slide right this is this is probably not a very good analogy she wants to go down on the seesaw but the whole point is that one of you may really enjoy doing well, that. Yeah. 
And the other one may really not enjoy doing that. And there is not a biblical thing saying you must or you can't on that. Right. Do you yeah. see where one, I'm going? One, one may like the swing set more than the, the slide. Right. Okay. The merry-go-round makes some people nauseated, right? So oh, there yeah. are maybe there are maybe sexual acts or uh, things that one of you is turned off by, but that doesn't mean that it's sinful, and it doesn't mean that it's wrong for the other one to want that. It's just you are on this playground fenced in with only your spouse. Technically, that's really what it is. And it may be that that in this season, you'll never get on the merry-go-round. It may be for your whole marriage, the merry-go-round is off limits. Yeah. That is not something that appeases you. That is not something that you think is cool to do. So really, that's where I'm going with this, with the whole different types of uh, the different topics we can say, is this sinful? Is it not? Dustin and I very much are in the camp that the Lord really gave us an immense amount of freedom when it comes to what you and your spouse do in your marriage bed. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be in your bed, but just within your sexual relationship, Mm -hmm. God really did give us a whole lot of freedom. If he didn't want us to have freedom, I believe he would have really written that out. What is permissible? What's not permissible? Um, Another thing that I mentioned in the Instagram stories this morning was just because something isn't uh, forbidden, that doesn't mean it's okay for you to do. And I want to go further into that. So let's tackle the topic of toys, for instance. Are toys permissible? Well, I, in, you know, what, what, what we can say, Leviticus 47, 22. I'm just going to throw something out. There is not, you're not going to find any scripture, <laughs> regardless of what it is, that says you can go buy a toy uh, or you may not buy a toy. There's nothing that talks about vibrators. There's nothing that talks about I- anything. There's, as far as when it comes to toys, there is no law or biblical scripture that says you can or cannot do that. So is it sinful? Is it biblical? All of these are debatable topics. Very much so. I think it also uh, matters where your mind and where your heart is when when these things come into, for lack of a better word, play. Um, <laughs> uh, you can it, laugh. That was really that good. That was good. But when, you, uh, when your mind is thinking about someone other than your spouse or your heart is thinking about someone is is focus somewhere other than your spouse I think that's when that's when it, it becomes a, a very very er, an area that's very, very much frowned upon and uh, not biblical in my opinion yeah and that's an opinion no but I think it's absolutely true God uh, in the Bible it always tells us yeah. how God cares about the matters mm-hmm. of our heart God cares about the condition of our heart God it's all about our intent mm-hmm. our thoughts um where we stand just heart to heart. So with toys, for instance, this is a big thing where people, they're just in the the poll, the yes, no, you could see a lot of people truly believe it's sinful. And that's okay. You can believe that. You can say it's not okay for you. And I am going to respect that. But I also don't want to add to the Bible And I don't want to take away from the Bible. So I don't see anywhere, biblically speaking, and I'm sure some of y'all can correct us throughout this. So feel free to message us. But 
There's no scripture that I have found that shows that that's sinful to do. So in my mind, I absolutely believe you can incorporate toys into your marital relationship if you are both in agreement for that. So that's the first thing. If you're both comfortable with it, there should be nothing done that's not, you know, a uh, decision that y'all have come... Uh, an agreement y'all have come right. together and decided upon. So for instance, toys, let's say, all right, you're like, okay, I've got freedom to go get this toy. Now there are some red flags. There are some things that, that, um, we definitely have to, uh, touch on. <laughs> <laughs> you such a I, junior high. I am. Junior high, dirty mind. <laughs> touch on it. <laughs> I'm the worst. Okay. Um, I'm so dorky. All right. So here's what we have to touch on. All right. Because a lot of people, when they talk about toys, uh, vibrators, like the first thing that comes to mind. Well, I know for a lot of women, it's very hard to achieve an orgasm, um, especially it, depending on this, you know, the positions that one is in. Right. But there's a lot of just intercourse, which is just vaginal stimulation. And that is very hard for a woman to achieve an orgasm without clitoral stimulation, outside stimulation. So let's say, for instance, your husband has a large belly. Um, if, they're, if they have a lot of uh, excess fat or whatnot in their mm -hmm. pubic region, and you don't get a lot of pressure you get a lot of fluff there and it's harder for a woman to achieve that without if your husband really doesn't know how to touch you or you don't even know how to touch you uh, yourself um, you haven't figured that out yet or whatnot it can be so frustrating for a woman uh, to achieve that there's a lot of different things that come into play here so for a lot of women adding something like a vibrator can be very helpful mutually. It can be fun mutually. It can be something that both you enjoy. And there's a lot of other toys and uh, accessories and such. Um, but it just comes down to, do you both agree that that's something that you can add? Is that both something you can enjoy together? That doesn't mean you have to use it on your you know, like for instance, if you got a vibrator, that doesn't mean that y'all have to, you have to use it on him. He may find great joy using it on you. Like that's something that you both enjoy having. But here are some red flags. If as the woman or the man, I don't care what the toy is, if you are using that on your own in secrecy, that's a big red flag. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. That's that's where you can get in t dangerous territory, especially if it involves any sort of secrecy. The next thing is if you are looking forward to that toy more than you are with connecting with your spouse, another big red flag. Like that's not what this is intended for. God really intended sex to be a mutual thing, a relational thing, not a solo thing. This is really for you and your spouse to enjoy together. So that's just the topic of toys. We are all for them as long as you both agree with it. But I also said in my stories, does that mean that everyone, because I'm saying, because our opinion is it is not sinful, does that mean that we think everyone should get a toy? And the answer to that is a resounding no. Number one, 
one of you may not be comfortable or both of you may not be comfortable with that. Uh, it may open up a door of a sinful um, addiction or habit if you find yourself using it in secrecy or um, looking forward to it more than your spouse. Like if you find yourself in that position, it may be that you're like, this isn't healthy for us, so I can't use this right now. It may also be as simple as the Holy Spirit prompting you to to say no. So um, I know many times in our lives, we've felt like the Lord was saying, you shouldn't watch that show or you shouldn't, you know, uh, whatever it is, fill in the blank. You should fast from social media. You should fast from eating sugar. You should whatever. The Holy Spirit does prompt us to do things all the time. And if we're listening and if we're willing to be obedient, we should listen to those things. So for instance, if you're unsure if you should incorporate a toy, um, ask the Lord, pray about it. If you ever feel like the Holy Spirit prompts you to, to say no to that or to throw it away or to not buy one or whatever, be obedient with that. Because otherwise, that's where the sin comes in is when we're not obedient. So that's what I wanted to throw out is it doesn't mean just because something is permissible or just because something is not defined as sin doesn't mean that it's right for you. It doesn't necessarily mean it's right for your marriage. I agree. Yeah? I absolutely, I agree. I feel like it's time for you to talk so people aren't tired of my voice. It's time for me to talk. Well, <laughs> no, I, 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 I interject and I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I interject. I don't even know if that's the right word. I mean, I just provide You add in insight. your tidbits. I when add you... in my tidbits, yeah. Okay, so we talked about toys. Okay, so remember, what's it? T-T-H-A. So toys, now tongues. So oral sex. Is oral sex permissible? I 100% believe it is, especially after studying the Song of Songs. Um, it is absolutely, in my opinion, permissible and talked about in a poetic way, at least. Excuse me. <laughs> you got the hiccups over there? No. Or? Um, and so it really comes down to, again, is this something that you and your spouse are comfortable doing? And um, this is where there are so many things. It can be uh, something that grosses someone out. It can be that they had a, you know, a sexual trauma in the past and it's a turnoff. There oh, can yeah. be... That can really affect them big time. There can be so many instances that makes one not comfortable with that. Does it make it wrong if you deny your spouse that because you don't like it? What do you think? Say that again? Is it wrong for, let's say hypothetically, I don't want to do, I don't want to do oral sex. I don't want to perform that on you. Is it wrong as your wife to say, I'm denying you that. I mean, like, I'm going to use that word. I'm denying it. Is it wrong for me as the wife or husband, reverse, whichever, to say, I don't want to do that? I don't think it's wrong. Yeah. But this is where it, it's hard because on the playground, there may be a spouse that's like, I really want to do this. But the other spouse is saying, I don't want to participate with that. I don't, that does not sound fun to me. Yeah. That merry-go-round is going to make me nauseous or make me scared. Like that's not something. And they literally feel like they're on a merry-go-round. Like, <laughs> that's oh, like, I don't want to do. And so this is where you have to let your relationship win. Yeah. 
And that means what's best for your relationship. So if one spouse is pressuring the other to do something that they are not comfortable with, I think that's a that's an issue. Yeah, especially if it's something that, what like like you said earlier, was trauma from the past or something. I mean, yeah. something where they literally just cannot do it because of something that happened to them. And even if they're just uncomfortable with no, it, absolutely. Like, if it just is something that they're just really uncomfortable with, um, I think that's okay to absolutely say I'm really struggling with that. The flip side to that, I'm the one. I'm just using this as an example, I'm the one who's uncomfortable with it, but that doesn't mean that I should stay in the lane of I will never. I think anytime your spouse wants to do something that is within the parameters of the fence, you have every right to say, I don't want to do that. It's uncomfortable. But I think it's really awesome of us too to say, Lord, if that's something you, if that's something um, that I really should do as a gift to my spouse, to please my spouse in that way, because they're really interested in this. Would you help me through that? I, I'm prayerful about it, that you would change my mind, if that's your will, um, that this is something that y'all can discuss together. And maybe it's something that you come back to in another season and you're like, all right, I, I will give this a try. Or um, just hearing your spouse out instead of being like, you are sick that you would want to try that. You are disgusting. Like there are so many different ways to go about this than shutting your spouse off. I will never ride the merry the merry-go-round versus like, I'm really having to work my way through this because that is a turnoff for me. That's a scary thing for me. That's disgusting to me or whatnot. Like that's how I feel. So I'm going to try to pray about it. I'm going to work through that. I'm going to like... Um, I guess hopefully you as the listener would just hear my heart on this, that it goes both ways, that mm -hmm. you respect each other's desires and yeah. feelings so that even the one that's desiring it and you're not, that you're not absolutely cutting them off either. Right. I'm not saying you have to ever do that act, whatever it is, but maybe consider it, be prayerful about it be respectful to your spouse when they talk about that as their desire. Does that, am I hitting? No, I think you're right. But I also think if you're the, if you're the spouse that is wanting that, wanting that, uh, and you're, and you're feeling rejected, please don't see it as reject. Please see it as there's something that your spouse is working on and, and is going to try to move towards. I mean, there, because rejection, that rejection too can also affect your, your entire sex life as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Okay, so <clears throat> <laughs> toys, dog. tongues, and hiney hole. Oh, we're getting to the hiney hole part. Oh man! Um, can y'all hear the dog snoring in the background? I don't know, but every time you take a swig of your drink, I can hear oh, that, and I'm, I'm like, Ooh. "Do y'all care about like my the ASMR of, of the oh, well, it's of not podcast. ASMR because no. isn't that like a pleasing sound or like watching people cut foam or whatever it is? Yeah, no. Um, there was other things, though, like is so before we get to hiney holes, I feel like we got to ease our way. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I did not mean to say that. Babe. I just was saying, I feel like we your need face to, on that. We need to ease our way into that topic, but it's Man. just the wrong wording for that. But I feel like we need to, to tackle a little bit masturbation and menstruation in a hot minute because we do have to go get our kids soon. Yes. Um, 
But masturbation, that was another thing that people were asking, is that biblical to do, you know, what if your spouse is away? Can you do that? Okay, so again, I feel, uh, I mean, I know the Lord created sex to be enjoyed together. It's not a solo thing that he created. Um, but there are so many different scenarios my uh, we got that we heard you know my spouse is in the military and has gone for a year at a time so you're you know is is it biblical that we're supposed to abstain from that for the whole year or um my spouse had surgery or i am dealing with this medical issue and so you know can he masturbate or is that sinful and it again comes down to whatever you know exactly what you said dustin at the beginning of this is it comes down to the matter of the heart as far as i'm concerned and again all of these are debatable debatable topics and we are not the say all be all on this the bible and is that, yeah. yeah the bible is and un, and unfortunately and fortunately because i love that he gives us freedom. So the unfortunate part is there's no list and the fortunate part is there's no list so um when it comes to that, I think the things that matter is that masturbation is not done in secrecy. Um, anytime you have secrets in your marriage, it's a big red flag, right? So masturbation would not be done in secret. I also think that it would be agreed upon. Is your spouse okay with you doing that? So like, for instance, there's a medical issue going on or you're out of town. Does your spouse know that this is something that you're wanting to do? Is your spouse agreed upon it? And you know, they're okay with it. Um, is that the best that the Lord has for us? No, like it is together. Do I feel like it's sinful? I don't see that in the Bible. I don't see it. So here are some instances that I think are great. And I did mention these on stories. Y'all are out of town. You call each other up um, and you're like, let's have phone sex. Maybe you say that a little bit better than that, but like, <laughs> You know, um, y'all are together even though you're apart and you're enjoying it together. Nothing's done in secrecy and you're not thinking about porn. You're not thinking about a woman that you saw at, when you when you were out of town. The woman's not thinking of a man that she just watched in a movie. Like that's where it becomes an issue. But if you're only thinking about each other, y'all are enjoying this together, I find nothing wrong with that at all. If the matter of the heart is pure, it's for your spouse. Um, I also think that there are a lot of instances we have heard people say like, well, you know, we like to do that together where he pleases himself and I please myself. Is that okay? And I absolutely think that's great. I Again, I feel like the Lord gives us so much freedom when it comes to our marriage bed but she's really snoring now. She's tired of this topic. Uh, that I think that's okay. It comes down to the matters of the heart. Unfortunately, a lot of masturbation involves porn. And that is 100% sinful. It's mentioned many times like you do not want to defile your bed. You do not want to defile your mind. And it just does. Porn just does. It's no good. And this is not just a man's issue. It's very much a woman's issue. We've had a lot of women who have said that's a struggle. It's an addiction for them. And it's not talked about enough when it comes to women. 
but it's absolutely an issue regardless if you're husband or wife. It is something that affects a lot of marriages. And so unfortunately, when it comes to masturbation, a lot of times that's what it falls from is porn. Whether they're reading erotic novels and they're imagining other people or they're full on watching full blown porn on screen, both of those you have got to seek the Lord on that and seek healing on that because it is just damaging your relationship. We've, we've had a lot of people comment on our Instagram page or ask questions or, or even state that they can tell when their spouse has been watching pornography uh, because it affects their, their sex life. I mean, they can mm-hmm. tell just based on the performance of their spouse um, if they have or have not, uh, not even performance or the, the lack thereof of sex that they have together because of uh, their habits of watching pornography. Yeah. So there's our little spiel on On masturbation. Now, what about menstruation? People say it's sinful. Now, to be fair, it was listed as sinful in the Old Testament. But then we have the New Testament. So let's read Romans 7, 4 through 6. My brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ. Now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the spirit and not in the old way of the written code. So a lot of people could take that and completely twist it and be like, now we're free to do whatever we want. Nothing's a sin. And that's not true. But when it comes to, um, when we look at, um, (laughs) I'm just laughing at her snoring every time she does. You know, we are not to just throw throw out the commandments as if like none of them matter, right? But when we look at Old Testament law and it tells us eating pork is unclean, I'm sorry, but hello, who ate bacon today? (laughs) Like, I mean, if we are only picking and choosing some things because we're like, well, that sounds okay now, but this isn't okay. Like it, it gets into some rough territory there. So when it comes to menstruation, I don't see anything under the new covenant that shows that that is not permissible, um, but it doesn't talk about it really. And so um, that's just something to consider. Now, there are people who just choose not to do that during the time. I know there's also been a lot of studies that show how beneficial it can be for a woman. Uh, You know, an orgasm does release like natural painkillers and a lot of women say it helps relieve their cramps and whatnot, I, again, believe you are on your playground and there is nothing written specifically that is saying that that's outside of the fence line, outside of the old covenant. There's nothing saying that that's outside of the fence line. So that's something that you have to say, do you want to go push me on the swing? Are you are you game to go on the teeter totter? <laughs> and if they're saying that makes me uncomfortable, Man, I don't know, is that, that is that what it's called? Um, so if they're saying, yeah, that's fine, I'm cool with that, then I believe you have the freedom to do that. All right. And now that we've eased our way into the hiney hole topic. Here we go. (laughs) There was, there were yes, no questions about anal touching. There were yes, no questions about anal sex. And again, are we on that playground? Um, We do see sodomy in the Bible, as far as the references I see, correct me again if I'm wrong because I'm not a Bible scholar, I do not see that within the confines of marriage. We see that when it's specifically talking about 
a man lying with another man. Um, so when it is in a husband and wife marriage, I don't see anything talked about when it comes to any sort, you know, anal play or anal sex. Um, now, with that said, I believe that uh, the Lord would not want us to harm one another, whether that's emotionally, mentally, physically. And so you have to consider those things when topics like anal come into play, because we know from a science standpoint, that's an exit. Uh, there are studies and proven, you know, that that anal sex can cause damage. It can um, cause rectal prolapse, anal fissures. It can aggravate hemorrhoids. Like, so there are some medical things to consider with that. But again, I am in the camp that it's not written as a no-no. It's not written as a sin. So it very well could be that, you know, thing off in the corner of the playground. <laughs> no one knows like, okay, like what is this? Do you want to go ride on that? Or maybe even it's the merry-go-round where some people are saying, I'm sorry, that is not happening. <laughs> you know, um, in which case every couple together gets to decide that. And no matter if we're talking about tongues, toys, high heels, <laughs> menstruation, I want to go back to the heart and the prompting of the Holy Spirit. If at any point you are doing something that the Lord, you know, prompts you on, this isn't good for you, that I want you to know that could mean that he's saying this is a sin. It could also mean he's not saying it's sinful. It's just not what he has for you in that season, or it's not what he has for you um, today. What have you? You got thoughts? Is have I, have I scarred you? Yeah, you haven't scarred me. I just I'm like over here like I I don't know what to say to this. I don't. Know. <laughs> I, I think that the marriage bed needs to be the safest place. Yeah. And if you can't feel safe with your spouse uh, in sexual intimacy times, that's a problem. And how do you feel safe? I feel like you respect one another, you respect one another's desires and turnoffs, that you have good communication where you can say, that is something I'm willing to try, that is something I'm not willing to try, and you can still honor and respect one another in the most loving way, that you both feel like it's a safe place to share your thoughts and your um, desires with one another. Um, yeah. So no. I don't know if there was anything else that I wanted to wrap up. I know that just we are so perverted in this world because Satan sure has done a number on sex, the porn world, the sex trafficking world. There is so much yeah. where he really has put his foot down on things and we have just followed suit. So consider, again, your heart, your motivation for wanting to do any of these things. So I'll, I'll throw out anal play. Is that something that you watched um, on a porn? Sh do you call them a porn show? I don't even know. On a porn movie? Site? Um, on a porn site? I don't video, know what it was called. Yeah, video, like, yeah. is that something you saw and it's like that's your motivation and wanting to try it? Did you see some sort of toy or read about it? Um, 
and you were reading, not that you were just reading it, but that you were enjoying reading this erotic and you were imagining these people and you, they're talking about a toy and it's like now you want to incorporate it. Like all of those different scenarios. Right. Are, where is the desire coming from? Is it coming from the fact that you really want to enjoy this with your spouse or are you in the back of your mind thinking about that porn site or thinking about whatever you read about and you have this turn on to do it. I just, I, I want to throw that out there as like something to consider that your thoughts and desires and intentions yeah. are pure. One other random thing about toys. I think that one of the biggest thing in the Christian world, as far as toys is where do you get them? <laughs> because if oh, you yeah. go to a storefront, many times there is a lot of other stuff yeah, it's it's very easy to um, I think the to get what is it not distracted? What's the word I'm looking for? To I guess be tempted. Yeah, temptation. Uh, temptation. For sure. I think the temptation is there if you walk in a, a, a place that's not uh, a Christian place or something like that. Yeah, or even just go to a toy site. There yeah, are so many. Site. There are so many ones, unfortunately, that I've even seen that have a lot of nudity or like you know, porn is cool on their site. So they're going to show you a toy, but they're going to have a half naked woman next to it who looks like she's really enjoying this toy. Like the, it just gets into dangerous territory right there. Yeah. So um, if toys are something that you do use or that you're, you as a couple are wanting to use, we highly recommend uh, well, I don't know what we recommend. I have to make sure I have the right yeah, website. Yeah, you don't give them a website and then be like, I know, I'm sorry. like, let me just double check. So, okay, it's called marrieddance.com. So M-A-R-R-I-E-D-D-A-N-C-E.com. They are a Christian sex toy store, essentially. And what makes them a Christian toy store? Really, I, I think it's, I love that they are, um, going at this as like, we want to keep our site pure. There is no vulgar talk. There is no, uh, undressed. No there's pictures. no, yeah, there's no nudity. There's nothing like that. And they have, um, I really like their, their site, uh, set up. I don't believe that you could go on there and feel temptation. I mean, not to say you can't. I think it's very well laid out and I think it's very well, res it's very respectful. It's a very respectful site. There you go. Yeah. Um, so if that's something you want to do, we do have a, like an affiliate or a coupon code. I don't even know what you consider it, but it's MIA10. So MIA10, MIA10, that gives you a discount on there. They're very discreet in their packaging, very discreet. Yeah. So what I mean by that is it doesn't even say married dance when it gets, I can't remember what their return address label is but if you are the type that like gets packages and lets your kids open packages from the point that you order this to when you actually receive it don't let your kids open a package because right. you're gonna get a package and be like who is this from like it's so discreet and then your kid yeah. is gonna open this and you're gonna be like oh that exactly. is <laughs> exactly right that's what we got from the playground <laughs> it's like anyway so um that was just another random thing is um and you certainly don't have to use that code at all. But if you want a right. discount there, because uh, I know that that's a struggle is like, well, how do we get something without, I don't right. want to see nudity and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. all right. That was in a nutshell. We got to go get our kids. It was fun playing with you on the playground. <laughs> you know what we didn't do? 
was do our little catch up, which we still oh, don't we, know yeah. what that is, how to say it. But if you listen to our last podcast, it was like how to catch everybody up. So in the last you know minute or less, catch everybody up on what we've been doing in life. We had family in town, our brother-in-law and his two, our, well, and two of their kids, two boys came into town, which are uh, same age as our boys. So we got to hang out with them. Yeah. We got to go. Our brother-in-law was doing an, an instructor. He was an instructor for a racetrack. So we got to go and be on the racetrack and be a part of that, which was really fun. We always we always enjoy when they come in town. So you uh, went hog hunting with went hog hunting nephew. with my nephew. That was that was also fun. Um, yeah. What else? We cooked or Atlanta baked a whole lot. I feel like I'm that lady, that old lady that says something i guess it was during corona corona during um what was i saying quarantine where she just talks about i'm just gonna eat all the bread and desserts oh. and get all fat and sexy. i don't remember who that was i feel like that's basically what i'm doing i've <laughs> i've baked all the bread and cookies and we are totally indulging and i feel like yeah. i have put on the lbs for sure <laughs> But it's been a good ride. This week is our last week of school for our kids. And so it's kind of a jam-packed week with marriage coaching. We have a funeral to go to tomorrow. Kids into school year parties, sports still going on. So it's kind of a packed week. It's wrapping up though. Yeah. This was fun. As always, we would love for you to go and give us a rating. Is it called a rating? A review. a review, but also leave a rating. <laughs> what do I mean, like five stars would be great, but just take a hot second to do that. We'd be so appreciative. Yeah. Um, if you want more information about our coaching or to read any of our blogs, which I am highly behind on, <laughs> you can go to marriageinaction.com and also, you know, of course, our marriageinaction underscore handle on Instagram. So thanks so much for tuning in and we hope that you had fun on the merry-go-round. <laughs> oh, man. Go enjoy with your spouse, and we will see you next time. Bye.